Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 149. I'm your host, Tyler, uh, saying hello and thank you for joining us. And I'm with our co-host as always. Let's start with Graham. Graham, how are you this week? I'm doing quite well this week. Um, you know, just working, doing my thing, playing some games. I uh, got to play some Diablo 3. That game is that game is good fun. It's addicting too. Like, it's, it's surprising how dicking it is just holding down a button and just massively just killing enemies over and over. And and then when I get tired of doing that, which isn't that often, I've been playing some Overcooked 2, basically working my way through it to get all the stars and stuff like that. Been trying to three-star everything and do all the bonus levels. Uh, enjoying that game. It's nice to see that it's uh, definitely still being uh, updated and getting some uh, free content and stuff like that. And I also played some Anthem with uh, U2. Uh, it's kind of knocking on the door of Destiny 2 for me. Um, I haven't really given it a lot of time, so I can't say it's exactly like that. But it was kind of like starting to turn into that. Um, I know you played a bit more, Tyler, so you'll probably talk on yeah. that. So what, what don't you that, like, Graham? Uh, well, the last part where we had to collect these little glowy things, like, I don't know what they're called. You might be able to tell me. Little spirits mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Like um, essentially, yeah. like, I don't know. It seemed like there was, like, too many of them. Like, why did they need that well, many of them? Well, there were six gotta... of them. Oh, there's only six? Yeah. Okay. So, well, I and... found none, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, you gotta use the radar thing that they have for you there. It's, and... Honestly, like, we were done, what, Steven, like, within five, ten minutes finding yeah. all of them? Like, like those those are my least favorite missions in the game, don't get me wrong. But it wasn't that hard, and it wasn't that bad. Like, I don't think I've done a mission yet that takes longer than 20 minutes, except the last one I did today. Before I signed off, that one was like by a mile the hardest thing I've done in that game thus far. The boss battle was pretty difficult. So, but uh, I'm, I'm actually having fun with it. But before we get into that more, let's go to Steven. How are you this week? Um. Well, I am, I, I may not sound it because I actually have some energy right now, but but I'm exhausted. Like this week has been something else for me. Uh, it just, it seemed like all my... Like, all the stuff seemed to pile up into one week, and it just kind of happened that way, and it, it sucked. Um, I was at work uh, for 14 hours yesterday. Like, I literally left the house, or on Tuesday, I mean. I left the house, and then I didn't come back until I was ready to go to sleep, basically. Um, so, yeah, I left at, like, 6.30, and then I got back at, like, 9.30, and then went straight to bed, basically. And I didn't fall asleep right away, but that's what happened. Thanks and that was Tuesday, but... And then Wednesday, you know, I had two midterms and, and I don't know, like Monday was also another busy day because I was stressed because, you know, I have midterms and I knew that Tuesday would be long. So it made my Monday terrible. But now that it's over, I mean, today was pretty easy. Like it's a really easy day at work tomorrow. I just, I'm just waiting for the weekend. Um, I have played a couple games. I did get, I, I played a little bit of God of War on Sunday. I started a new playthrough and I got actually about as far as... 
um, I did in the YouTube <laughs> playlist that kind of tapered off. Um, so apologies if you guys were wanting to see the end of that, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I started a new playthrough. I'm enjoying that. I did get a chance to play some Anthem. Um, honestly, like the entire time I was playing it, I was like, I'd rather just go play Diablo. And maybe that's a weird comparison, but the shooting's fine. But it's to me, the D- Anthem feels like a looter type game. And uh, there's no game that does that better than Diablo. Um, well, I mean, you know, you or Path of Exile does it decently enough and Torchlight as well. But any of those types of games, I haven't found one that I enjoy more than Diablo. So I, I'm kind of like, and then I see Grand Plane, and it makes me kind of want to jump back in. But finally, the last game I've been playing came out yesterday. Or no, it came out Tuesday. I didn't get a chance to play it yesterday, which was um, uh, Trials Rising. Um, it's... You know, it's a n- typical Trials game if you like the Trials games. I've, I've been enjoying it. Like, the tracks are really fun. Uh, the reviews are decent. Um, it's got, like, 100 tracks, which is awesome. But I think some of them are locked behind, like, grindy missions that yeah, kind of... They went away from what I think made Trials awesome in the past, which is unfortunate. But... You know, I've been enjoying it, and if you like Trials, it is exactly the same thing as every other game before, but just with new missions, and that's awesome. Or new maps, I mean. So, yeah, Tyler, how about yourself? How are you? I'm good. i uh, having a pretty good week, and I, you know, I think it's fair to say I'm, I'm enjoying Anthem the most out of the three of us, and, you know, I'll say this for the game. I, you know, I played a decent amount of it this week, that and Kingdom Hearts, which I'm almost, almost, almost done with, I think. <laughs> you know steven said i was really close before and i had like i sat down and played for like four hours and i'm like this is not close but you know well it's close um, if you're not terrible at it <laughs> yeah well whatever but i uh i you know i i played the game i never thought i'd get this far in the game to begin with i thought i'd get about three or four minutes in and then be done yeah, and i'm say, surprised say to be honest but uh anthem i i really like the shooting i like the the world the world is beautiful it's it's pretty well done and i really like the flying component of the game there are things wrong with the game no doubt about it and and the it's fair to talk about those but i, I overall i'm having fun with it i'm, I'm kind of i was telling Graham earlier i'm kind of choosing to take the gram approach here of like I, i'd rather focus on what i like with it than the things that maybe aren't right you know or or could be better so you know, with that approach, I'm, I'm actually having a pretty decent time with it. But the Graham approach, I, I like that. Yeah. So Graham, you are the optimist. Which is just pretend everything is is all fine and dandy. No, I'm right? not pretending. Like it has its issues. There's no question. It's not a, ignorance it, is bliss. Okay. It is far I was, from. I was talking perfect, about the Graham approach, but yeah, <laughs> it is far from a perfect game. But so you know, many games are, and, and but I'm I'm not having a decent amount of uh, fun with it. And enjoying it so far, so uh, I'm going to definitely continue. I haven't played it, like, a super lot yet. I'm level 14. I got to that today. and uh, But it, but it's so far, it's pretty fun. How's, how's the story? It's not that great. I mean, it's about what you'd expect in a game like this. I don't really play games like this for the story, though. Yeah. So the fact that it's a Bioware game, and, like, when we think Bioware, we think... Mass, well, I think Mass Effect. Other people okay. think other things. But we think, like, good story and, like, where you make decisions and it affects the outcome. There's none Is of that. Th- there's none of that, right? There's absolutely none of that here. Okay. 
I, I was just curious because, like, when I think Bioware, like I said, Mass Effect. I loved Mass Effect. I loved how you can, like, control your character and choose who to make friends with and stuff like that and maybe pursue a relationship. But I was hoping that they were going to have that, but it seems like that's not a thing. No, there's none of that here. It's it's pretty straightforward. Like, here are the missions you can get. Take them. Go do them. Come back. Turn them in. And move on from there. That's about it. Yeah. So I think in comparison, I think now I'm just speculating because I haven't played it, but I think I might like the Division Two more. Like I like the whole idea of having suits that you can fly around and stuff like that, but I think that might wear thin really quick. So we'll, we'll see. I'm definitely uh, definitely going to give Destiny Two a try and see which Division I like Two. Better. You mean? Yeah. You gave Destiny Two a try for a little bit. Yes. Yeah, we don't talk about that. No. <laughs> but you were excited for Division 2, the first, or Division, the first Division, uh, yes. a few years ago. That didn't work out real well for you. No, it didn't. So what what, what makes you think this time is going to be different? I'm going to keep swinging and hoping for the best. All right. Well, all right. well, I've heard a lot of good things since, like, uh, the Division was out. Like, they updated it and they changed some things and gave more content and people are like, oh, it's so much better now. But it was kind of like, okay, you lost me at that point. And then a new shiny thing came along, which I got sucked into. So I'm hoping that they've learned from their mistakes and they're going to go with what they learned and just improve on that, which that will give them a head start. So that's, that's what I'm hoping. We're going to find out two weeks from tomorrow when the game launches. We will. So are you going to buy it? Are you going to commit to buying the game? Uh, I'm not committing yet. So what are you waiting for? Like, what do you need to, to say, I'm going to buy Division 2? I think I want to hear a review and just to see if it has improved and just see the comparison from um, uh, the Division first one. Okay. So I'd like from who I don't want to throw my money out there and buy it and not like put the time into it when there's other games well that I've already done that like I'm not gonna go into lists because it's a pretty extensive list of games that I bought and hardly played or not played at all so I want to be more more smart with I'm buying this game and I'm gonna play it instead of I'm gonna buy this and I might play it. What's funny to me, Graham, is that. You absolutely loathe Destiny 2 and, Stephen, what's the name of that game that we got last Christmas? Killing Floor 2. Killing Floor 2. Yes, that he absolutely hates. It's two Christmases ago. Time flies. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Wow. But the game you never talk about is Star Wars Battlefront 2, where you got it. We played it like one time, universally decided that we did not enjoy it. And never play it again. But you That's did. What... Didn't you play the single player in that though? Yes. Okay. I, I did. I didn't finish it, which is kind of too bad. Like I was. I was yeah. quite enjoying it. You know who uh, did finish it? Me. Who? Me. Yeah. No. You and I both did. Well, aren't we special? It's, but, it's not yeah, bad. No. It's not great though. No, it, it's it's not great. It was fun. Like I liked how. It focused on different characters at certain times, so it wasn't just like the same drawn out story or something like that. Like it kept it fresh and interesting. 
but yeah, when I played the multiplayer, like even you guys hated it and I was completely turned off it. But I don't regret buying that because I did put enough time into the single player and I did enjoy it. So, yeah, okay. I forgot about that game, to be honest with you. I think a lot of people have. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people tried to forget about that game. Yeah, yeah I did. And real, real quick, Steve, before I turn it over to you, it's officially begun this week, guys. And we're not going to talk about it as a news story because it's really not big enough to be a news story, but it's officially begun. And what I mean by that is the Congo line of people saying, guess what? Our game is going to be an E3 this year when it's like a no-brainer. Yeah. And so Cyberpunk is going to be an E3. Gee, no way. Uh, you know, it's a big surprise. <laughs> Never thought we'd see it there. No. Well, the amount of articles I read on Twitter today stating as much uh, made it seem like a big surprise, let me tell you. I think I saw like 15 things. Why is it a surprise to people, though? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Like that, That's like if Microsoft came out and said, we're going to have Gears 5 at E3 this year. You can all rest easy. Well, of course it's going to be there. We know it is. We, we know Cyberpunk's going to be at E3 this year. I think the real question is, when's that game coming out? I think a lot of people are holding out hope that it's releasing this year. I would be absolutely shocked if that was the case. I wouldn't. So, we'll see. I might be wrong. I hope I am. But I, I'd be really surprised if it came out this year. So, anyway, Stephen, let, let, let me turn it over to you. All right. As a reminder, we have the official podcast of the Xbox Hub. Head on over to the Xbox Hub xboxhub.com for all the latest and greatest and all the news reviews and everything in between in the world of xbox uh, and think and actually tyler just had a new article that started a uh, little bit of a little bit of comment war in in or yeah uh, it got guess, going early comments it got going early so and you know it, that's always fun yeah it is when when you get it going there but you know i think people kept it fairly civil i was kind of impressed so anyway yeah, sorry good. go ahead no, you're good. You're good. Um, so, as always, we'd love to have you come join our community. Uh, this weekend, actually, um, and I, I hope that this gets up early enough where you guys might be able to hear this, but if not, you can join in the next one, and this gives you reason to join the community. Uh, but we're going to do another little community play. I haven't fully decided what. Um, we have some of the Jackbox games I think we're going to go with, but, I mean, it's kind of just more like a unofficial community event where we all just kind of get together and play whatever we're feeling like, but that's happening on Saturday evening. So if you hear it and you want to join the best way to do it would be joining Facebook or discord. And the easiest way to get there is through Twitch. So if you head on over to Twitch at TXH gaming hub, um, you can give us a follow while you're there. Um, and, uh, Twitch Prime sub if you have that and Tyler will elaborate on that in a bit but from there you can you can click on links to get to Facebook Discord and everything else and Facebook is the gaming hub forums if you want to just search straight that way and from there you can just ask and I think it's pinned to get the link to Discord and there's a lot of great topics um, on Facebook and Discord and we, we're seeing a lot of like cool conversations you can get groups for apex a lot of there's a meme channel now if you're into that sort of thing there's we talk about food music uh xbox playstation pc switch we have a lot of people playing on a lot of different consoles which is really awesome and we'd love to have you come join there and you can get you can get games in with people and we'd love to see you guys play with each other uh, that's pretty pretty awesome to us. And if you hate something you heard on the show or love something you heard on the show, you can send us an email at thegaminghubpodcast at gmail.com. 
you can you can tag you can send it to any of the three of us we'll all see it um complain or praise something we have done um we and boy do we love your your guys's mail in any shape or form and finally uh twitter is txh gaming hub you can follow us there and see all the stuff we tweet all right thanks steven and if you'd like to help support the show we'd really appreciate that and you know e3's coming so yes we want to go Unfortunately, it's not free, so we need your help to be able to do that, and if you want to help support us, again, really appreciate it. A couple different ways to do it, though. So first, you mentioned Twitch, uh, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free Twitch Prime sub to use every single month. If you choose to spend that on us, uh, again, really appreciate it. If not, use it on somebody. Help them grow and achieve their goals. It's free, so spend it on somebody. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaming hub, and for as little as $2 a month there, you get exclusive content and lots of cool stuff for as little as five bucks a month, though. You're entered into a monthly giveaway for $60 in gift cards to the console of your choice, which we just did last week for the month of February, but we do it every single month. And that's for just $5 a month supporting the show. And for the bigger tiers you go beyond $5, you get more entries into that giveaway. So if you want to help support the show again, it would go a long way, helping us provide better content and better giveaways, stuff like that. And it, so it would just make us feel really good, I guess. So, but uh, there's more than one way to support the show, and Graham's going to tell you about that now. Yes, and as we are a podcast, obviously we can be streamed on many platforms, whether it's your smartphone, tablet, PC, all, all kinds of devices. And if you are using a... Uh, tablet or a smartphone i got a couple other uh, options to throw it there which you guys can listen to us on uh one of these options would be radio public now this is an app and uh, you can stream different podcasts and if you choose to listen to us this way or other podcasts it actually helps support the podcast that you're listening to because you listen to a little ad at the beginning not much and it just says that it just gives a little support to us uh, it's not going to make us rich by no means, but every little bit helps. Um, after maybe a hundred, we can buy a bag of chips. No, um, but uh, we definitely appreciate that. And another app would be Dash Radio. Now, this is a radio streaming app that you can download from your various stores on your smart devices. And along with our podcast, there are other podcasts, gaming podcasts, and other types and there's different types of music but if you're looking for a gaming podcast which would contain ours you would be looking for the multiplayer channel and like i said it's about a continuous rotation of our podcasts and other ones they keep going on throughout the week make sure you don't miss it it's great for driving and if you do enjoy what you hear which hopefully you are because we're doing it for you guys and ladies um you can Put us, uh, give us a comment. You can give us five stars, and you can say what you like, what your favorite segment is. Um, any kind of constructive criticism is much appreciated. And like I said, you you write that down, and we actually read it, and we take it to heart. And I think Tyler got a couple to read after I'm done here. But anyways, appreciate you guys uh, listening, and if you guys can give us five stars, that would be great. All right, thanks, Graham. And yeah, so if you submit an iTunes review, a good chance, or review it through any podcast platform, good chance you're going to hear it right on the show. Just like this week, we got a couple, actually three, to talk about here. So first of all, Spanish the Menace 7 said, 
On a whim, I was searching for gaming podcasts around E3 last year. I found the gaming hub and listened to an episode or two before I suddenly felt inclined to join the community. Was instantly war- welcomed warmly from the start. I embrace each of their opinions as gamers, especially as each gamer has their own likes and dislikes and story as to how they got into it. You get great news from all sides with no biases. The PS4, Xbox, and Switch are all discussed. Tyler Graham and Steven all love video games and know how to make things entertaining while giving great information. Community-friendly is the best way to describe the podcast as they find ways to enjoy their love of games with their listeners, along with soliciting questions from the community. Keep doing what you do, guys. Thank you so much, Spencer, uh, for that. Really appreciate it. Or I should say Spenis, uh, in case your name isn't Spencer. Apologies. Uh, second one. <laughs> second one, Shadowball 14. Uh, I've been listening for almost a year now, and it's definitely my favorite podcast. I look forward to new episodes to listen to while I work. Kind of makes me wish this could be my job. A great group of friends with amazing chemistry that make my day much better, even if you're just a casual gamer. Thank you for all the joy you guys bring me. Hey, really appreciate hearing that. Thank you so much, uh, Shadowbolt, uh, you know, for the support. And finally, uh, this one made us all laugh. <laughs> Chuck Norris's predecessor says, Love listening to Halo Man, Zelda Man, and Kingdom Hearts Man discuss gaming every week. Keep it up. So, Graham, I'm guessing that I am Zelda Man? Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. And I'm <laughs> probably Kingdom Hearts, man. Yeah? So Steven be Halo, man? No, Halo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, I would be Halo, man there. Grant would be Zelda, man. And Steven, obviously, would be Kingdom Hearts, man. But, hey, thank you so much for the review. Really appreciate it. And that helps us a ton. Because when people are looking for a new podcast to listen to about video games, a lot of people go and look at the reviews real quick. And if they see some good five-star ones there... With stuff like that, just like the three we just read, it encourages them to give it a listen and hit subscribe. So, really, really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Yes. And flattery will get you everywhere because call me yeah. Zelda Man. I, I, I'm okay with that. I, I love the <laughs> franchise, so I'm proud to be known as Zelda Man to some people. Well, there's a reason they call you that, Graham. <laughs> I don't there think is. you've hidden the fact that you kind of like it. You know, it's okay. Yeah, no. You, you think no it's shame. all right anyway. All right, guys, there's a little bit of news this week. Let's get into that now. In the news. And we were all kind of excited when we first learned about uh, The Outer Worlds. And a release date may have been leaked on the Steam store. So just a reminder, it's an upcoming FPS RPG from Obsidian. And they kind of leaked the date of August 6th. So it was live on the store for 17 and a half hours before it was taken down. Now, we see this type of stuff all the time. Where This isn't the last story like this we're actually going to talk about. But what do you guys think? Like, is it legit? Does the release date make sense? And is it a day one buy for you? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. They, they said it was supposed to come out pretty, like, fall of... Um, this year, if I remember correctly, at the Game Awards. And actually, August is more summer... Um, but yeah, I, like, I could see this happening. Um, I, I think they're looking to probably do, make sure that they can get it out there before they like put out a release date just to push it back two months, you know, if that's the case. Um, so they didn't want to fully, fully make it official. I wonder if we're going to see this at, I don't know, like GDC maybe, or if we're going to see it at, um, uh, E3, like again. Or oh, and that might I would guess E3. Word, so yeah, yeah E3, and that's yeah. when. But that's pretty quick turnaround. That's two months. 
But I, I think that's enough. I, I am super interested in this. Um, Fallout New Vegas is, I think, my favorite Fallout game. It was made by the guys that are making this game. So, or, no, no, I'm just kidding. It's made by the developers <laughs> of Fallout New Vegas, Yes. But the creators of the original Fallout. There we go. Mm-hmm. Don't want to don't want to misrepresent people. But yes, I am super excited. Uh, the game looked gorgeous when I watched it at the Game Awards. Like little trailer. Um, I haven't really been looking for stuff because uh, I once I know I'm gonna buy a game, I try to avoid as much as possible just so I don't get overhyped. Um, but or at least until it gets closer. But yeah, I'm I'm very interested in this game. Okay, Graham. Uh, yeah, no, I'm interested as well, especially with. The, I'm going to say flop, kind of in quotation marks, for, I guess, Fallout 76. Some people have really enjoyed the game. Uh, it's kind of shameful. I haven't really given it a good, solid try. I think, I think I've think i just been scared away from it, from everything I hear. And I've just, like, there's been other things that people have talked higher of and said it's good and stuff like that. So I'm like, now do I want to try play something that a lot of people are not liking, but a lot of some people are or am i gonna play something that a lot of people are excited for so it's kind of got lost on me for that reason but if this is what it is which seems like (laughs) it is um that's a little cryptic i'm definitely excited for this one uh fallout 7 or not fallout 76 fallout new vegas a lot of people say it's their favorite fallout one of it um some people call it, it was like an extension of fallout 3 which fallout 3 is the fallout game that i've put the most hours into it like a ton of hours and an hard drive a hard drive crashed and i lost all my saved data which that's i don't want to hope in that scarred memories um but no i've thoroughly enjoyed it i'm excited this is like on new gen console so it's kind of like a fallout 5 kind of idea but not really um, so it's from Obsidian, a trusted company. Um, I think this is actually a leak. Like when you get close around E3, all this stuff starts leaking and it seems to be pretty accurate. So like Steve was saying earlier, he thought it was a fa- they announced it as, as a fall release. So this would be a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised to see it. What, what was that, Steven? No, I didn't say that was, that was Tyler, but it might have just been a 2019 release, and I was just hoping for fall. Oh, for fall. Um, okay. But I could be – I can't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, but either way, I'm excited for it. Um, like I said, this is what I've been hoping Fallout 76 was going to be, which turns out it wasn't. So I'm all in on this one, and I can't wait to see more of it at E3, which I'm pretty certain it will be there, oh, especially well, if it's yeah. coming out in August. We'll see more, and I think August 6 makes a lot of sense, actually. So – it's probably not going to be the type of game that is a big AAA, super huge experience, but it's going to be good. It's going to be well done. It's going to be fun. Early August is the perfect window for those types of games. People are in the mood to buy something new. They're getting hyped for the fall season. We're only like two months removed from E3. It's perfect time. So, yeah, you talk about E3, you hype it up, people pre-order it, knowing it's only a couple months out, and you launch it then you're... Good to go. So I think it makes a ton of sense. I disagree that it's not going to be a full AAA experience. I have no idea what you mean by that. I disagree. You, you, think, you think it's going to be a $60 game? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, I mean, absolutely going right, to be I, might, I mean, I might be game. wrong. I the, the first impression I got from it is that it might not be. So I, I, I'm happy to be wrong on that, guys. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, 
I don't know if we've been watching the same thing or we watched the same thing. Like, but they already said it's going to be shorter than like a normal Fallout game, but designed to replay and get different like endings and stuff. Um, and they want the the stories more branching, I think, and so they want you to replay it. Um, so I don't know if that means it's going to be a like fifteen to twenty hour campaign type of situation over. Okay a 40 hour like fallout like if you're just trying to rush the main story with minimal side quests mm-hmm. um which so these I, games yeah. are not designed for but you know no I, I stand corrected then so i just got the wrong impression from what i saw and my bad and i'll, I'll own that but i still say for new ips you don't want to launch new ips in september october november i think we've learned enough lessons from that or enough games have learned lessons from that in the last few years august still makes a ton of sense to me so if Cyberpunk does come out this year, when when do you think it's going to happen? Because that's a new IP. Yeah, that's got enough hype behind it, though. That's a different deal. That there's no there is no comparison between the hype between Cyberpunk and Outer Worlds. None. Well, I like wasn't I said, implying there was. I was. But, just but saying no, that... I, I think Cyberpunk can go in October, and be just fine. It's a big uh, enough game from a big enough studio that's built up enough credibility. And there's so much hype around that game. If it does come out this year, I still don't think it is. But if it does, it'll be just fine launching whenever. You know, I, I feel for some people that they're really hyped on this game, which for some people I would say comparable to Cyberpunk, in my opinion. Because, like... Yeah, but not in the numbers, Graham. No, no this is not even close, Graham. It's I, I mean, close. I'm hyped for this game, but... Like the people are hyped for cyberpunk. Like everyone's hyped for cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very it's a much smaller audience that's hyped for this game. Yeah, yeah. but some people, I say, some people. Well, sure, some. I mean, this. yeah, and I'm sure some people were super hyped for Anthem over the amount of hype for cyberpunk. I mean, you can make that about anything. Yeah. yeah. For I example, did, Graham, so last year, some, <laughs> no, la- last year, Graham, some people were super hyped for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, like you, right? But yes. it doesn't compare to the hype that existed for Red Dead Redemption 2 last fall. At all. No, you're right. And I think that's a pretty solid comparison here. Yeah, so, no, I agree. All right, I'm wrong, I'm right. wrong. Well, you and me have both been wrong so far, so, you know. <laughs> Steven's, Steven's, and Steven's always happy to point that out, so. <laughs> I've never been that. wrong a day in my life, so I know. I'm <laughs> figuring that one out. Yeah. All right, let, let's move on, so. Yeah, we knew that Capcom was bringing Resident Evil to the Switch, but now we know when it's happening. So Resident Evil 4, Zero, and Resident Evil Remastered are all arriving on the Switch on May 21st. Graham, are you buying these? Have you pre-ordered it yet? I have not pre-ordered it yet, but I will get it for just one of these games. Like, the other ones could be good and fun and all that stuff, but Resident Evil 4. I remember when I played that on the GameCube, and it was such a great experience and it was intense like it had a lasting impression and it was just kind of a freak accident that i obtained this game and i played it i loved it my brother actually watched me play it and he's like i'm gonna play this too and he like never plays video games so that like kind of contested for how well of a game it is so i'm just kind of wondering how well it's aged and stuff like that 
because you know how like those old games when you're young as new experience like you're just loving it right and you're like wow this is the craziest thing ever and like same with movies too you rewatch a movie that you saw like when you're young you're like actually it's not that good but i don't know i'm excited to play it um on nintendo switch i, I wouldn't say it's the perfect uh, console for it but it's nothing wrong anytime you release another game on another console there's really nothing wrong with it. So I'm interested on that one. The other two, not really. Uh, we're thinking it might have came in as a bundle, but it's not going to be a bundle. It's going to be three separate games, which is, it's kind of nice, though, because I'll go for um, the Resident Evil 4 out of it. How about you guys? Any guys got any uh, interest yeah, Steven, in any of these? Steven, any interest? No, if I wanted to play it, I would buy it on the Xbox or PlayStation, and I would have done it already. Yeah, that, that's kind of um, where I feel, too, like, uh, like Graham, you said, it's never a bad thing when you release a game on another console, but they've released this on every console ever. Yeah, Resident Evil and 4 has been on, like, 30 different consoles now. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like if I was really dying to play it, I would have done it by now, because I've had plenty of chances to do so. So, yeah. yeah, I don't see it. I mean, I'm glad you're excited, though, for 4. And I, I know a lot of people will be, so I think that's great. Yeah. I'm more excited for the Final Fantasy games that are getting released on Xbox and um, Switch than I am for the yeah. Resident Evil games. All right. To be honest with you, but yeah. So, Graham, another uh, potentially exciting thing for you. So, on Amazon this week. I feel a, like it's Christmas for me right I now. Know, <laughs> a Bethesda game used the Fallout Countdown image as the placeholder image for the game with a generic release date of December 31st, 2019. Now, do you think, Graham, it's possible that this was just a mistake, or are you going to dismiss that because your hopes and dreams tell you that this is a new Fallout game? And if I... so, if so, what kind of Fallout game is it? Because it's absolutely not going to be Halo, or not Halo 5, God, um, Fallout <laughs> 5. Yeah, no, this is not... Now, I'm saying this, but I don't know 100%, because... Bethesda is the company that surprised you. They, I think, when yeah, they, they surprised us a lot last November. Wow, well, yeah, surprises in dud. bad ways. But yeah, let's let's focus on the good ways they surprised us. Like when they announced Fallout Four, and they're like, "Well, it'll be out in what three months or four months, whatever it was." Like that was a shocker, and like people still talk about that right now. So they could be trying to go for that, but that is really wishful thinking. My guess is it's going to be Fallout 3 uh, remastered. And I, this was kind of my prediction of E3 last year, which I was wrong. Um, this is going to be wrong but for another time. <laughs> Hopefully nobody's counting. But uh, maybe, because I didn't see what this was, if it said any specific console... But maybe Fallout 3 is going to be coming to Nintendo Switch and these other consoles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had to say it. But, yeah, I, I think it's just going to be a remastered of an older game. Maybe they're going to release the first uh, first two or whatever, or maybe three. I think one was a, a, a spinoff. So I don't really know exactly. I'm sure we'll get more information but I'd be super surprised that it would be a Fallout 5, and I don't expect it to be a Fallout 5. What do you think, Steven? Yeah, there's no way this is Fallout 5. Zero chance. Zero, not a nilch. 
uh, Cero, other, you know, words for zero in, in all the other languages. No, no way. Not happening. Um, I don't know if, and I don't really care between the two, if this is a Fallout 3 remaster or a Fallout New Vegas remaster. I'll tell you I'll be pissed, though, if this is a Fallout 76, like, expansion or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'll make me upset. Uh, I'll be really annoyed. Because I'd buy a Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas remaster. I'd buy both. Um, I hope it's both. I'd love a combo pack. A combo? Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking that, but too. To me, I have a feeling that because they did it with uh, Skyrim, right? They re- they released it as Special $60. Edition. I have a feeling it's going to be one of the two, and it's going to be 60 bucks. I would pay 60 bucks for both, yeah. um, and I'd pay 60 bucks for each, but I... I'd much rather be 60 for both, to be honest, of course. <laughs> no, uh, I'd rather I'd buy, buy both I'd, of them separately If I got both, though, oh, my God, I'd, like, I'd be in high heaven right now. Like, if I got both games with, like, all the DLC remastered, that would be an amazing deal. Um, and I, I feel like it would definitely, you know, bring some goodwill back to Bethesda if any went away. And to me, I think it did. Uh, some listeners might disagree um, with me because... You know, but that's just such a like it's just a great company, right? Um, yeah. But you know, Fallout seventy six was terrible. Let's be real. And I don't know. But that I doesn't think, mean they're terrible now, right? So. No. You know. But I mean, it it did upset a Can't lot of judge people. Judge him on one bad. Sure, decision. I can and I will. Uh, but I I do hope it's together. I hope it's a collection of or uh, not a collection, but just three and New Vegas, uh, mm. remastered. I feel like three is more likely. I don't know if. The fact that Obsidian made New Vegas is going to affect that in any way, um, or or what? I think Bethesda owns it, though, right? Yeah, they do, and they published it. But I, I don't know if that like if they'd rather remaster the you know the game they made rather than the the one that wasn't made by them. But let's see. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. I'd imagine we're going to find out by E three at E three probably at E three. This could very and- well be a November release. That is announced in at E3. Though I yeah. would love if this was a game that was announced at E3 that came out like that day, right before summer. Because if I had the chance to play New Vegas in three over the summer, that would be awesome. What I was going to add to this, because I'm not that big of a Fallout fan, to be 100% honest, but I think if we see Bethesda in the next month to six weeks say, hey, we're doing a E3 briefing again you know, mark your calendar for whatever date. They always do it on the Sunday. They but if, they, if that if that happens, then we're getting something this fall, and it's probably a Fallout spinoff of some they sort. That's have to possible, again, cause, yeah. Because the, the, they had their three years ran up the year, or going into last E3, so they, they are doing another three years in a row, right? That, well, no, that, it's it's a two-year commitment. They have to do it for at least two. And and they did that, and now it's just kind of whatever. But they, they're not forced to do one, so if if we see that they are doing one, Which then we'll would know be they've got coming soon, this I would think, right? Yeah, well, like I said, we'll see the announcement in the next month of six weeks. Yeah. If they're going to do I w- it. I was told it was three years, so. I'm almost, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive when I very first read that Bethesda was going to be there, that it was a two-year commitment. Okay, so, so let's see. Do you, you, Tyler? Do you think Bethesda will be doing a conference there? I do. The conferences Steven? have generally been good. 
Last year's was not, but no. yes, I think I think they'll be there. I well, think they'll honestly, be there last year last year was like bizarre world in a way at E three outside of EA. EA like delivered what they normally deliver. But but the the ones that are well known for having great briefings had kind of down ones like Bethesda and Sony, my opinion. And Ubisoft, which has all the ability in the world to be super cringy, was actually pretty good. So, I don't know. And, and Microsoft stepped up and I thought it had a pretty good show. I don't know. My favorite part was the, the uh, let's say, comment I got after Bethesda's <laughs> last year. Yeah. And, and guess well, who turned out passionate. to be right? I know, but people are passionate. That's good. We want people to be passionate because if people weren't passionate about this stuff, like nobody would be listening to us. So, all right. So, but I think we'll find out if, if they're going to do a, a briefing again, then I, there's something coming this year other than, you know, doom. So we'll, I would guess that this is a real thing. If, if they say they're going to have a briefing. All right. We saw a little bit of star Wars Jedi fallen order at E3 last year. And by little men, I mean, we just saw Vincent Pella talking about it in the crowd, which was really weird for like a minute or two. And we didn't see any of the game, but we're going to see it revealed at Star Wars Celebration on April 13th in Chicago this year. And, of course, it's in Chicago this year because I just moved from there. And as a huge Star Wars fan, I would have loved to have gone. And you know, He's gone, everyone. He's gone. Let's I know. It. We can have it here now. Well, that was like when it was in Anaheim and I was in Texas. Yeah. So... Because that's something I'd actually really like to go to. But I, I, I did take some solace in the fact that the, the list of guests, like speakers and stuff, just isn't that great this year. But it, I think it would still be a super fun time. Anyway, we're going to see uh, Fallen Order there th this year on the 13th. And we're going to finally get a good idea of what that game is about. I'm sure we'll also see a bunch of Episode 9 stuff. We'll probably get the, we'll, we'll for sure get the title and probably a trailer. But for the game, guys, what are you hoping for? Now I'm going to go to Steven first on this one because Graham's going to be like, eh, eh whatever. He's not <laughs> well, a, Graham, like you like Star Wars, but you're not a huge fan, right? No, I that's safe to say I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. So I'm going to go to Steven first here. What, yeah. what are you hoping for from this game? I mean, I just hope we get to pilot the USS Enterprise um, along with <laughs> the Klingons and, and Spock. Um, and, and yeah, no, uh, that's, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's a terrible joke. No, you laughed. Um, I want a, you know, a Jedi game where I get to be like a, a baller, uh, you know, with all my powers, like kind of similar to the Force way the Force Unleashed. Unleashed was. Yeah. Um, a lot of that gameplay, but a better game or like a longer game, I guess. That's not just, you know, a run through the different levels and action, type type scenario i i'd love it to be more of a kind of knights of the old republic but with the action of the force unleashed game so a 30-hour campaign I, I feel like that's wishing too much um i i know respawn it has made some good games that people love the titanfall games and then now apex legends right but i do not have faith this is not going to be a shooter um, because you know, that's all they've made. No, it's, it's not. They've said it's, it's focused on Jedi. So it's not a shooter. 
well, then let's see how this goes. Because they, I mean, Respawn has proved they can do shooters, so let's see if they can do something else. Mm. I, I'm I'm hesitantly optimistic. I don't think it's going to be the Star Wars game I've been craving since Knights of the Old Republic, or really since the Old Republic. Um, had, like I stopped playing, I, and I did enjoy the Old Republic quite a bit. I, it, it had a not so good launch, but. I think people were expecting World of mm. Warcraft from a game that was just coming out in the MMORPG world. Yeah. I don't think that's fair. I thought they they oh. improved a lot. And their, one of their expansions, I can't remember what it was. It was with Revan, though, um, was really fun. I really enjoyed playing that. Um, mm. So I, there hasn't been a Star Wars game, though, since I've played that that has kind of been awesome like that. And, and so Knights of the Old Republic and then the Old Republic games and all three of those games were Bioware Star Wars games. So so I don't I don't know. Like I, I want it to be kind of bigger in scope than the Force Unleashed, but kind of the same type of style. And we'll mm-hmm. see what we're going to get. And I'm just not I'm not I'm not excited. Like I'm curious, but I'm not excited. I might be excited on the 13th. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Um, Gra- Graham, any thoughts on this? What what you'd like to see? Is this game even on your radar to buy this year? It's not on my radar. Um, not saying that I wouldn't buy it if it comes out or people like review it before it comes out and the reviews are amazing and people think this is a great game because this is the Star Wars universe and they can go in so many directions. Like, they could be focused mainly on, like, a planet at a time, or it could be, like, travel to other planets, like, freely, or have a good story that go to other planets. So, basically, for me, if I was saying what I would like, um, I would like the type of games I like. So, like, a single-player adventure, maybe maybe co-op uh, adventure, but really story-driven. Um, maybe make your decisions how you can be, like, part of the dark side or from like the fight for good or whatever um i like those kind of games and like story and good like cinematic trailers i really don't want it to be another shooter like battlefront which tyler's saying it it shouldn't be it's not so there we go so that that's always a positive and i would really like to see a star wars game like be really well received and people be happy because I know there's hardcore, I'm, I'm sharing a podcast with two of them, hardcore Star Wars fans. So basically, I want them to get the kind of game they want and to love it and to be the greatest game ever. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether I will play it, it all depends on the reviews and what you guys think of it. But it so, is not on yeah. my radar. So first of all, public service announcement to my fellow Star Wars like fanatics out there. The key to enjoying this game, and really anything Star Wars, including Episode Nine, is to bring your expectations down a little. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't mean, like, expect it to suck. I don't mean that. But stop putting ideas in your head of what you think it should be. And then getting mad when it's not. And then getting mad when it's not. Because that's exactly what happened with Episode Eight. Now, I'm not saying Episode Eight didn't have its flaws. It did. But... Yeah, and the, the more I think about that movie, the, the less... I, I will say, yeah, I like. It. <laughs> I agree with you. Like the more I've seen it a few times now, and each time I see it, I like it a little bit less. You Whereas, have to like, really suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Is what it, yeah. Whereas, but I, I absolutely hate the reason that some people don't like it. That's all I'm gonna say. But 
I agree. Yeah, when when yeah. Graham said hardcore Star Wars fan, that just I thought yeah. immediately of what quote unquote hardcore Star Wars fans are, and I don't want to be associated. Well, no, those are the hardcore like YouTube people that rant and rave about it, even fourteen months on, which is yeah. ridiculous. But you, anyway. YouTube culture is awful, but that's a, really, that's a story for a different. It's day. toxic, but anyway. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so lower your expectations a little, okay, Graham? Like both you guys said. You're hoping for, like, what I heard was, like, some RPG-type elements in there. Um, choose your own path type of thing. Don't expect that. You're not going to see it. That's not what Respawn does. Respawn is is pretty good at combat. They're good at telling linear stories in a linear game. And let's not forget, like, the Titanfall 2 um, campaign was one of the best shooter campaigns we've seen in quite some time. Eh. It, it really was. It was really good. So, I don't... I don't doubt their ability to pull this off. I agree with you, Stephen. Basically, my first answer to this is I want to see Force, uh, Force Unleashed bigger, better, and deeper than Force Unleashed was. Force Unleashed was a very on-the-surface type game. Like, it just like scratched the surface of what it could have been. And... Like, there's so much more there that they can do without having to get into all these, like, are you going to lean towards the dark side or the light side? Because what I've heard of this story is that it takes place after Episode 3, after Order 66, and you're one of the surviving, like, Padawans or Jedi that is basically fighting for survival. So that's not going to be a shooter. And it's probably not going to be super open world and that type of stuff. Now I might be wrong and, and I'd be happy to be wrong if it's an open world game. I would love a star Wars like type fallout game or elder scrolls game. Like if you get to be yeah. a Jedi and then, or not a Jedi, but just a force user and then you can do whatever you want. And like, you know, and there's facts that would be awesome. Uh, I don't want, you know, the force unleashed three. Um, I think what no. you're, it sounds to me, it's been a minute, so if if the story doesn't hold up, I apologize. But like, mm-hmm. almost like a Bayonetta type game, but Star Wars instead of yeah, maybe yeah. demon lady yeah. with hair powers. Sure, <laughs> the Bayonetta. I actually really enjoyed Bayonetta one, um, and, and so like that was the, I was thinking of, of that like a you know a hack and slash type game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would really love a Dark Souls-esque Star Wars game, but that is very wishful thinking. <laughs> here's here's the trick with Star Wars games, especially those that are focused on the Jedi, where you're playing as a Jedi. Because as a fan, you want to feel overpowered, but if you're overpowered all the time, it's not any fun. Because there's no challenge to it. Yeah, there's a fine line for sure. So that's that's the trick when you're putting these games together. Because if it's... Something where I start out super weak, I'm like, you're a Jedi, you shouldn't be super weak. But there's got to be some sort of challenge that makes it difficult and, and gives a level of difficulty to the game. I just want Respawn to stick to what they do well. I don't want them to try to go do some, be something they're not, because then I think we might be really disappointed with this. Yeah. A so. Star Wars Dark Soul game, the more I think about it, would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Um, to me, you'd probably hate it, Tyler. I probably would. Because you don't like games that challenge you. And <laughs> expect a fairly straightforward story. Because all the video games are part of the new canon now. 
So yeah. uh, <sighs> it's just, just going to be that way. And uh, so don't expect something where you can get a different, like you could get a different story experience than I would and Graham would. You know, it's it's going to be pretty straightforward. That doesn't sound fun. But let's see what they do with it. We're going to find out in six weeks. So let's see. And I, I think it, I'm being optimistic. I'll I, be I, the normal pessimistic one. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I want it to be good and I'm not filling myself with expectations because like I said, like that's what brings about so much angst with that community. Like, I think everybody just had an idea in their head of what they thought episode eight should be. And it wasn't that. And then they had a tantrum that's still going on. Well, but, you can't make everyone happy. So hopefully they make a game that they're happy with. And well, apparently you can't make anyone happy. happy. As it yeah, you appear. can. It's just the, but, the dumb, the dumb dumbs are the loudest ones yeah. as it always is. So it sounds like the, crowd's way bigger than it actually is yeah I know. it is what it is all right so let's wrap up news with this story and this is going to be a graham and steven topic so i'm going to introduce it and then <laughs> yeah i'm going to introduce it and then uh, turn it over to you guys for a few minutes but pokemon sword and shield was announced during a nintendo direct this week it's due out by the end of this year and it's the first mainline pokemon game released on console so let me kick it off this way which one of you guys is the bigger Pokemon fan, and what are you really looking forward to in this game? And take it from there, take a few minutes to talk about it. Me. I'm the biggest Pokemon fan out of the three of us. Um, I've played almost all of them. I skipped, like, one or two generations. And, like, okay, so I didn't start until the Game Boy Advance because I didn't have a Game Boy Color. So I missed, uh, you know, red and red, blue, yellow, and then crystal and uh was it yeah it was crystal but i did get fire red and leaf green and then i had ruby and sapphire and then i had you know black white black two white two um x and then um sun and then ultra moon um so i've had one one of all of them and then including the consoles i had pokemon coliseum on the gamecube i don't think i got gale of darkness and i also had the the mystery team games so i played a lot of them um in in my in my days and i've enjoyed every single one they're simple on the surface but actually really surprisingly very deep underneath um so it's you can get as much as you want out of the games which does a lot more than any other you know rpg or it does a lot or it's easier to get into than a lot of jrpgs with that same type of system but it also is super in-depth if you want it to be but you don't have to have it be, and you can still have fun. So I think that's really cool, and it looks really great. I'm excited to play it on my TV. It's going to be awesome playing uh, Pokemon on my TV. Graham, um, you got into Pokemon with the Let's Go's, I think. You might have played before, but are are you excited to play a new, like, actual mainline Pokemon game? Uh, yes, I'm excited because... Hopefully, so I'll give a little background of my Pokemon. Definitely not as big as a fan as you. Uh, as far as mainline games go, I did not get into it until Pokemon Go came out, uh, which is the mobile game, if people don't know. I'm sure everybody knows. And I was just 
loving that the whole di- idea of it didn't really know much about pokemon i was like i i wasn't one of those people like pokemon because i'm like it's not pokemon it's pokemon but anyways so i was into that and i'm like you know i'm gonna download pokemon yellow on my 3ds because they had it on there so i i was playing that game on there i didn't finish it don't judge me but i played um really enjoyed it i've kind of got the concept of what it is and stuff like that and then I bought uh, Pokemon Moon when it came out because I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a try and see what it's all about and stuff like that. So I was playing it. I don't know how many hours I had into it. And then my data got corrupt and I lost all my progress, everything I did. And I'm like, like I play the game and when I play it, like I look like under every little rock or little corner, try to find everything. So I'm like, it's just so disheartening, right? I'm like, okay, I've put in all that time. I do not want to do that again. So I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Not playing it. So I didn't play one now till Pokemon Let's Go came out. And I was playing that and people were like, yeah, it's not like the mainline games and stuff like that. But we knew there was one coming out. We just didn't know when. There was like speculation of other titles like King and Queen. And I heard another one too. I forget what it is. So it's good to see that they finally announced it. And these games are ideal for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, They say it's like the first mainline console game. I'm guessing if it wasn't the Nintendo Switch, it might have been just on a handheld. So I'm definitely excited for this. When they announced it, like you start off with three starters you choose from. Some of them have four. Uh, These starters, I've heard a little bit of complaints about their little lackluster like, uh, I know Gen 1, you had, like, Bulbasaur and um, uh, Charmander. I forget what the other one is. But it's what people wanted. Uh, it's not straying too yeah. far from the original formula. It's kind of like if it ain't broken, you don't fix it. But some people, like, oh, Pokemon Let's Go, you encounter... Basically, you know what Pokemon you're battling or you could get. So you can actually, like, oh, I want a Pidgey, and you just go into a Pidgey and you can throw a Pokeball and get it. With this one, you're basically, you're going in through grass and a random Pokemon will come out. So some people might think that they might change that, but I I don't know. But I'm definitely excited for it. I will get it. And maybe I will finally complete one. I was going to ask, Graham, is it a day one buy for you? Yes. Okay, Steven, for you? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know which one I'll be getting. Uh, Sword has like the cooler name. Honestly, it kind of sounds like a healthcare provider, like Sword and Shield. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, and it turns out, actually, you think about it, King and Queen wasn't super far off from the actual names. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'll, I, I'm leaning Sword. So Graham, that means you have to get Shield. Uh, but no, it, it all depends on what, because each version always has their own like legendary exclusive Pokemon and legendaries, and but not just legendaries. Some you can only catch in one or the other. So mm-hmm. that list normally gets leaked or comes out like a little bit before the game comes out. So uh, it might be which whichever legendary looks coolest, or it's gonna be like especially the Gen One Pokemon. I love the Gen One Pokemon. So if there's like a Gen One that's exclusive to one game, I'll I'll pick that up. But I I mean I don't necessarily have a uh, preference, I should say. Yeah. But yes, it'd definitely be a day one. Are are you gonna get it, Tyler? Are you, Pro- probably you, not. 
I'll be honest, the, the only Pokemon game that's ever held my interest for any length of time has been Pokemon Go, which isn't even really like a Pokemon game like it is, but it isn't, you know. I know you don't like JRPGs, but like I said, like it's the easiest one to get into, and but it can go really in-depth. I, I think you should give a Pokemon game a try. I know I might. You never play. I don't think you've given JRPGs enough chance to actually Maybe. make a. And that that might be true, but there's enough different stuff that I like that it takes up my time, and you know it kind of hurts the chances of me trying that. So we'll we'll see though. We'll see what happens. The problem is that Nintendo games don't really go on sale ever. So if I'm gonna buy no. it, I'm probably gonna have to buy it for sixty bucks, and that's to me a big chance to take on something. You know. That's sure, you know, but if, it I, also if I was getting it for thirty, that's a different story. But it also means you can sell it for about the same price since it never goes on sure. sale. Sure, uh, so you would. I mean, if you ended up returning it, you get what thirty-five back, thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. there you go. I still think the best chance of getting my Switch on for extended periods of time is Game Pass. You know, actually going there. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Mine yeah. would be a Legend of Zelda Wind Waker remaster and or port and or Twilight Princess and or Ocarina and or any of the other Zelda games. Um, but if Purple Rainbow Unicorn was taken could, away. Yeah, if only they had something where you could play old games. So right. Link's Awakening's not going to do it for you, Steven? Oh, I mean, I'll play that too. But no, that's not what I, I want. Wind Waker. I never really got a chance to complete it. And I... I I'd be lying if I said there there has not been a multiple sorry a multitude of times that I've thought about buying a Wii U. Uh, I, I've thought about it a lot um, for Wind Waker and for uh, shoot oh Tokyo Mirage Sessions, one of the the uh, JRPGs that made by Atlas looked really cool. Basically for those two games, but yes, I will be picking up. The, the new Legend of Zelda game. Or the remaster, Link's Awakening. Alright. Well guys, that does it for news this week. And uh, let's go ahead and head into releases. We'll start with Xbox. We can get RBI Baseball on the 5th. Devil May Cry 5 on the 8th. And Attack of the Earthlings on the 5th of March. Games of Gold. It's a, a new month, so we get new games. Adventure Time. Pirates of the Enchiridion. Through the 31st, Super Bomberman R, still available through the 15th, and through backwards compatibility, Star Wars Republic Commando, through the 15th of March. Second straight monthly event of Star Wars game. So, that's it for Xbox. Steve, what can we get for PlayStation? Alright, so on the 5th, uh, you can get The Occupation, and the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, you can get Left Alive. I'm just kidding. I don't know if it's a spiritual successor. I don't know anything about it. But also on the 8th, you can get Devil May Cry 5. For PS Plus games, um, through starting on the on the 8th of March, you can get Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered and The Witness. And as a reminder, there's no more uh, PS3 and PS Vita games coming to PS Plus. So those are the only two games. Graham, what about Nintendo? So for Nintendo, starting on March 5th, you can get Darkest Hunter. Then on March 7th, we have Braveland Trilogy. And then finally, on March the 8th, you could pick up or download Paperbound Brawlers. Sounds good. Steve, what do we have for questions this week? 
Damn. All right, first question comes from Boss Man Booth. Uh, how do you prefer your steaks cooked? All right. I'm going to go first here so you guys can yell at me a little bit. Yes, I will. <laughs> so I'm still not to the point where I really like medium rare. I do, but I don't. I, uh, like, I, I get, I, I'm definitely not a, like, well-done steak person. Absolutely not. Oh, good. Not with ketchup? Yeah, y- you can steak. No. No well-done <laughs> steak with ketchup. That's ridiculous and absurd. That sounds like a Newfoundland thing. That sounds like a hamburger. It's disgusting. <laughs> As well, or chicken. And, and I'll tell you, like, growing up, so here's the thing. Growing up for me, like, my mom always cooked everything super well done. So steak, like, you know, I really only needed, like, probably a fifth of a serving of steak because I spent about a half hour chewing each piece. (laughs) So, you know, she tried, love her to death, but that's, yeah. And so medium for me is is the way to go. Uh, For for now, I will eventually get to medium rare. How about you guys? Uh, Medium rare, and I actually think I'd like rare more, but... To be honest with you, um, when I buy a steak, I'm I'm a little scared of like doing it rare and then being like unhappy with it. And I'm paying for a steak, so it's like a little. I'm not a rich man, so you know, a steak's a very, uh, no pun intended, rare opportunity for me. Um, so yeah, I do. I love mid rare, um, but I I think I'd like rare better. I've yet to have one rare though, but I I'd be okay with eating it. Um, it's much better than medium. Medium's overcooked and. <clears throat> garbage so yeah mid rare great yeah for me it's medium rare um i'm sure not it's not like a restaurant but i'm sure i've had a rare steak when i've wanted medium rare sometimes they're just so thick and stuff like that someone's like oh that's probably medium rare and then they take it off and i'm eating it and i'm like i'm pretty sure you're just past blue at this point but no uh when i when it comes to a restaurant and when i order medium rare because it's so good and yeah there's nothing better than a nice medium rare steak to go with some mashed potatoes i'm getting hungry now talking about this so uh yeah maybe we should move on before i get too yeah. hungry <laughs> no it's it's definitely better to err on the underside of mid, medium rare than the than the oversight above oh for sure yeah. for sure all right uh next question Seth simmons says will any of you be getting the new mortal Kombat? Graham, how yes. about you on this? Yeah, you are? I will be getting it. Um, I don't know what console exactly. Um, probably the Nintendo Switch because that's a cool game, a cool system to play on. Like, I'm not a real competitive Mortal Kombat player, but I enjoy kind of like the story and like working my way through and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I will be getting this and it will be day one for sure. Okay. For me, Mortal Kombat's the like best example of the game that I see trailers for, and I'm like, that looks awesome, and then I buy it and I never play it. Uh, or I'll play it, like, a couple of times. Because fighting games for me just... I'm not that great at them to begin with, so playing online is just out of the question. And I, it just never holds me that long, so it, it's always something that, if I buy it, I'm, I'm going to feel like I kind of got tricked into it by my eyes. And I should have known better. But that said, who knows? We'll see. Steven? Yeah, I'm I'm the exact same way, Tyler. Uh, I did buy the last one. I played it a little bit. I like the fatalities are awesome. 
Um, but it's just a fighting game uh, as, after all said and done. And I, it's just, yeah, not for me. So, like, I, I'd rather... But I do love watching people play fighting games. I will absolutely watch Evo. Um, all of them. I just... I suck at fighting games. I don't feel... Well, it's not that I suck at them. I just don't like to spend the time learning all the characters' combos and then the counters and everything and all that. Um, well, I guess I do suck at them, but I'm sure I could be okay if I did that, but I don't want to do that. So for now, just stay being bad at it. So, yeah. All right. Next question from Blake asks, what's the scariest character slash enemy slash player character in a game that isn't meant to be scary? Hmm. It's a tough one, but I have one. So I'll go okay, first go ahead. here. Tom Nook from Animal Crossing with his... Uh, you always have to continuously upgrade your house so you keep having to owe him bells. So you're always in debt to Tom Nook and his eyes. Those beady eyes. Oh, he's just a monster. <laughs> he is an animal. And not like, well, he's yes, an actual animal, crossing, animal since that's the name. But he's, a, he's an animal animal. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go a little different route here. And what, guys, which Assassin's Creed game was the one that was set during the French Revolution? Three? That sounds no, right. no. Yes. It's it's current gen. Oh, um, was it? Wow, I don't think it was Unity. Whichever oh, one the it... French Revolution. Yes. Shoot, I thought I was thinking French and Indian War. Um, then then I think it was Unity. Yeah. Was it? Okay, yeah. so let, let's assume that, and and if we're wrong, you know, gaminghillpodcast at gmail dot com. So <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna go a little different here. The, the the characters that you talked to that were missing their face, where it was literally just like the tendons, like that wasn't intended, but they were a little creepy. Uh, honorable mention to the the characters in uh, um, Andromeda. No, it yeah, well the <laughs> girl character. Yeah, that just had the weird face. Oh my gosh, and I felt so bad because the actors did like not look like that, and no, uh, the male character looked fine. Yeah, it wasn't the actor, the actress's fault. It was just the really you know, the way bad the game was programming. Done. Yeah, whatever. But it was like something out of Stephen King. Yeah. It was just weird and and really creepy. So I, I know it's probably not the way the spirit uh, that Blake intended it, but it, that's my answer, Graham. Um, you know, I'm thinking about this one, and nothing is really popping up in my head at the moment. Um, yeah, I trying to think, like, I was thinking of a real scary character, but like, but it's not meant to be scary. I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> I better not mention that one because it's supposed to be scary. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm gonna have to bow out on this one. Sorry, Blake, maybe I'll get you next time. Wow, cop out, boo. <laughs> well, I can make up something, but I'm like, that's a lie. I want to be truthful, Graham. That's where you're just like. God, Steven, you stole my answer. <laughs> God, Steven, you stole my answer. You've See, never you know, played you one. You've never played Animal Crossing a day in your life. <laughs> Get out. Uh, no, but I paid. Well, I did play a little bit. Kind of wish I put more time into that one, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> I think right. you, have, you have that that statement for a lot of games. Um, <laughs> all right, Phoenix Chaos said, "Would you prefer to play an A plus solo story game or a slightly lower quality campaign that's able to be played with friends?" Okay, so I'll, I'll take this. And it, so, again, it depends. 
what is slightly lower quality? Are we talking A or A minus? Because then I'll take that. If we're talking B minus C plus, then I'd probably prefer the A plus solo story game, like your God of Wars or your Red Dead 2s. I'll say a mid-level B. Then the God of Wars or Red Dead 2s. Yeah, I'm the same way. A plus solo story game. 100%. or Seven days a week, twice on Sundays, all that fun stuff. Like, yeah, it's just, you know, you can't beat that. Um, and I've played games with my friends, and they're all bad at the game. Yeah. So, you know, I have to end up oh, carrying them. I'm glad uh, he's not talking about me because he said friends. Graham, who was uh, – Graham, when we played Anthem together, the three of us, who was getting the highest XP totals? Uh, it was me and you, so – What uh, the hell are you ta- – no, that didn't happen. And, and Mr. Awesome Shooter what? Player, uh, who was the first one to die? Uh, I know that one. That, that was Steven. Do you okay. want to know why – why our community because these people do nothing they're sitting there looking mm. at like empty space while i'm fighting enemies yeah, and sure they're like is. they're oh, like yeah. oh you know twiddly yeah. d and twiddly dumb and well, i'll tell you though i'll twiddly tell you the one thing i learned dumb. how to do really quickly from playing with steven and that's how to repair teammates yeah so <laughs> he, he does contribute for sure he does you know he's helping us get better graham that's they good. get their licks in right now because they know they're not as good as me <laughs> at video games in general. But mm. all right, continue. Yeah, Toxic Tyler. Thanks, Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. New okay. Gra- no, Graham's got to answer. All right, yeah. let's get on change subject here. So for me, it, it's the same thing. It's an A plus solo story game. Because sometimes you want to play the game and then you're waiting on your friend and you're trying to sync up a time and then they got to go. I just like saying, okay, I just get lost in the world myself. I don't have to worry about other people. I don't worry about Steven dying all the time and having to revive him and stuff like that where <laughs> I can just do my own thing and I don't have to worry about others. So Graham. for me, yes, an A-plus solo story game. Moving Graham, on. Could, Graham, you're asking for it right now. You are asking to spend to more time in the, the bathhouse? Bath yeah. yeah right. I was going to say. Or, you know, playing with friends, you know, we have like 10 minutes to complete the mission, and he's like lollygagging trying to kill every single little insect in the mm-hmm. world. And I'm like, we have some place to be at a certain time. You know what? That's just... Well, I can't say I'm a completionist. Uh, yeah. A complete, you're never going to complete the, the damn mission. <laughs> yeah. um, next question. Who wants a Halo BR game from Nuka? And I'll nope. go first here. Twitter oh, had a great idea. So okay. not for the mainline Halo game, not for in, in or Halo Infinite, but a BR game. I think this is, I think it was uh, not Ninja Green Skull, and I I'm pretty sure it was him that tweeted this. He 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 said he's like he doesn't want Infinite, and I don't either. I wanted Arena Shooter, but they make a BR game out of like the ruins of New Mombasa from ODST. So using like the same characters. Like an ODS. Oh, I, I like that. And I, I heard, I read, and I'm like, that's a genius idea. And then I see this question, and I'm like, that's the perfect answer. Yeah, and, and uh, Green Skull was a big Halo player. They both were actually ninja as well uh, coming up. So, yeah, they, they would know. But I, I really like that idea. I think that'd be fantastic. But all like overall, no. I, I'm not dying to see uh, BR in Halo. That said, I'm sure we're going to see it. Now, if it was rockets with very low gravity and very high movement speed, like we mm-hmm. played in our community event the last time, <laughs> I'd be down for that because that was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Graham doesn't ever play Halo, so he doesn't get to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you want a Halo BR game, Graham? Mm, hell no. 
Okay. Next question from Tony. What is the most frustrated you ever got playing a game, and did you break something? I, I'm going to go first here real quick. Uh, the answer is no for me. However, I have a memory of someone that I, I played with, uh, an old roommate, who we're playing NHL, actually, which should never bring this much rage out of anyone. Like, that game? Really? Anyway... This person was well known for having tantrums and you know, slamming the controller down on the bed or whatever he was sitting on while he's playing in his room or whatever. And one night he did it his his headset unplugged from it. And he couldn't find it, so he's searching everywhere and everywhere and everywhere in the room, and he's swearing and everything, and just pissed. All of a sudden, he realizes that it is tangled in the shades in uh, covering his window like the blinds it, it's so tangled there's like hanging down somehow it bounced literally about eight feet seven to eight feet in the air got tangled in there perfectly i have a picture of it it's fantastic <laughs> the evidence don't lie yep so <laughs> that but i have seen that in person and that was uh, pretty entertaining that that same person's also the one who scored on an empty net when we had a delayed penalty in our advantage, and we got to see a complete meltdown there too. So, yep. yeah, it's always fun to watch it happen to somebody else. Yeah, except you know your ear hurts for about three days after. But anyway, yeah. uh, how yeah. about you guys? Mine was from a game of NCAA football in high school. Um, so you got to throw yourself in the high school mindset. You're already not a bastion of calmness you know as a teenager um and when i was playing ncaa and you know with a with a friend and you know there's a little bit of shit talking oops my bad sorry uh, <laughs> a little bit of you know talking smack um and you know i it was a pretty close game and you know you make the one mistake and you make the one mistake and it gets rubbed in your face and you know you knew as soon as you do it you see it coming you throw like an interception i think it was an interception and uh i remember i threw my the old you know the headsets that came with the xbox 360 like the one that went over one ear um i threw one of those and it snapped in in half at the top so it still worked because it was just the plastic piece. So I just taped it back together and I, I wore it until I could buy a new one. Um, I was not dumb enough to throw a controller because those were expensive. But those headsets weren't that bad, even for me as a high school student. So that was the one thing I did break. Um, that was probably the most mad I was at a at a game. Um, yeah. Well, there's been a couple other times, but we'll not get there into So... Graham, I'd be absolutely shocked if your answer is yes to this, but go ahead. Uh, no, I've never broken anything from anger, um, but I've gotten pretty mad at some games, uh, mostly the old school like NES and maybe Super Nintendo, where it's not like games. Games are so much easier these days where you have infinite continues, you have infinite lives, you can go True. back to a previous save. But Some back in like the NES days, like man you lose your three lives, you gotta start right from <laughs> the bitter beginning. So sometimes those games could invoke some serious rage, punching pillows, like not breaking anything though. But punching uh, pillows, man. <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh, I'm so mad. I punch pillows. Just you know. 
but uh, I don't recall actually breaking anything. But yeah, no, there's times like I can think about other times where I get pretty angry. But you know, I'm pretty typically a calm person. But sometimes just keep missing that jump. You know, that stupid jump every time. Yeah, no. okay. I, I'm more likely to yell, <laughs> Graham, than throw anything. Yeah, or break oh, I, anything. I knew like somebody throw his controller all the time. I'm or yeah. like. And like if he throw mine, I'd be I'd be mad because he threw my controller. But yeah, I never understood that. There was a Kingdom Hearts moment this past week that had me, you know, slightly upset, and to the point where the dogs cleared the room. What difficult? <laughs> You're playing on uh, proud mode, right? No. So I, it's just new to me. I'm like I, I'm not a natural with the control scheme of that game. So, and it's frustrating when you got to go and just do it over again. And, and then it did the thing where it sent me back like two fights before and that pissed me off more. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> no, there's nothing worse yeah. in the Kingdom Hearts world than the OG Kingdom Hearts one Riku two fight, uh, that had a 10 minute unskippable cutscene right before the hardest fight in the game. And that was enough to make you quit the game forever, okay? Yeah. And so it's a, it's a wonder that that's my favorite series. But, yeah, that, that was a thing that existed back right. in the day. Ugh, my God. <laughs> so let's do one more, maybe two, if we can make it quick. Yeah, we have a couple quick ones. So okay. first one is from Guy 123 asks, based off the start of, of his week, what would you do if your power was out for days? So real quick, uh, <laughs> Guy is has kind of kept us up to date in Discord. And, man, it's been a rough week. He, he lives in the Pittsburgh area, and he's where they had the super high winds that knocked out power for a ton of the city. So we hope everything's back up and running now and you're doing well and staying warm because, you know, when that happens in February, that really sucks if you're in any northern part of the country. So uh, hopefully that's back up and running. I personally... If I had family nearby, I'd be crashing there. Otherwise, I would consider a hotel. If temperatures were dropping in the house or apartment, like below, you know, the 50s. How about you guys? Okay, so um, I wasn't thinking about, oh, I'd be cold or stuff like that. I was just thinking me without power. Um, I essentially, it probably wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It would force me to play my acoustic guitar a lot more and i would probably do jigsaw puzzles because basically i have the internet i have power i have all this stuff so basically i don't do these analog things anymore as i'll call it so if i get forced to it i'd be like maybe i'll do that jigsaw puzzle i've been staring at for four years and haven't touched and like i said i always said if like power goes out it's a nice thing because i have an acoustic guitar I also have electric, but thing is, you need power for electric, so I would go to my acoustic. Yeah, I uh, my parents live close enough. I would head over there, or my grandparents, or someone. I'd find I'd find something. If I was stuck in the house without power, I would I would try to. I would probably either stay at work for a lot longer than normal, um, assuming work had power, or I would go to school and stay at, at campus for like the entire day. Um, and then just come home at, at night. So, cause that way I could charge my phone and everything. Luckily I don't live in a state that gets freezing, so I don't have to worry about heat. Um, but in the summer, 
uh, I would I'd be crying because that means no air conditioning and fans and yeah. So okay, yeah. Let me kind of like go in on this. Like, what would you guys do to occupy your time? Don't say you go somewhere where you could have power. If you were somewhere where you had no power, I'd read. You'd read like that. Yeah, Yeah, I would probably read too. Um, I have some board games as well. Uh, I would try to solve like the gold block or gold block gold block conjecture. Jesus Christ, words are hard. Um, That's a (laughs) that's a math thing. Um, No, yeah, read it. Like it's the easiest thing. Like I. <clears throat> during the day <coughs> sorry at night i don't know what i would do yeah i have, I have a backlog of books Sleep. just almost as long as my backlog of games so yeah all right last question okay do you guys or wretched you asked do you guys drink coffee so how do you like it yes and i like it black actually actually no i i take that back a little bit of cream and sugar just a little but uh yeah that's it for me and caribou coffee is the best brand by the way i hate starbucks Okay, I'm into construction, and I feel like construction and coffee pretty much go hand in hand. I know, like, office stuff as well, but I drink coffee. Coffee gets me through my mornings. Uh, when I'm out and about, I usually get McDonald's coffee because it's the better also really coffee. Good, yeah, and really you, good. you buy seven coffees, you get a free one, which is a great deal. And I just learned today, I'm going to tell you all you lovely people, that if you download the My McDonald's app on your phone, you actually get a digital sticker and you get a physical sticker. So you're getting, with seven coffees, you get two free ones, essentially. All right. Personally, at home, I have an espresso, and I love my Nespresso machine, and I make Nespresso coffee, and you should just put one sugar in it. And if I get a coffee somewhere else, it's a regular one cream, one sugar. Okay. Steven? Yeah, I, I also like coffee. I can drink it black. I don't like it black that much. Um, I I prefer the um, oh, sh- coffee. I think it's Coffee Mate, the the creamers. I like because the, they have oh, the different the flavor flavors. Yeah. yeah, and so I like mixing it up. Um, and I prefer just adding like, why drink black coffee when I could have it taste good? What about Bailey's. Um, sure. Oh, I love Bailey's. I, I love Bailey's and hot mm. chocolate. Yeah, um, it's actually very. Oh good. yeah. Uh, but for just coffee for like the morning, yes, I, I, I basically need coffee every morning. Um, I was like, I'll never be that person. And then you are that person eventually. And that's just how it, how it happens. Um, and yeah, I, I don't drink it on the weekends and I'm not the crazy person that drinks it at like six o'clock at night. Uh, Graham, uh, I drink 11 o'clock at night. I don't know how you drink coffee before going to bed. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. I, I one time had, I one time got coffee at like, uh, 3 three fifteen before one of my classes one day because I was really tired mm. and I could not fall asleep till like twelve thirty one in the morning, and I was so mm-hmm. mad. Uh, cause yeah, but I do like coffee. It's amazing. All right. all right, well that's all the time we have for questions. But before we get out of here, we do have one last bit of business to do because it's the last episode of the month. So we do have a giveaway to do. Actually, two of them because thanks to our a couple members of our Facebook community. They called out. We actually forgot to do it last month, so apologies, but we're going to do two this time to make up for that. And before Stephen announces it, just a reminder for our monthly giveaway for the entire community, you have to reach out to us so we know that you listen to the episode. So make sure you reach out to us and let us know that you won. Stephen, who won this this time around? All right. Our first winner is Guy 123 from uh, Discord. And the second winner is Seth Simmons from Facebook. So shoot us a message 
um, on any place that you want, uh, preferably on the one where we can, you know, identify your handles. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> um, yeah, so you can send us a message and claim your prize. All right. Congratulations to you both. Yeah, and thank you guys for your support. Really appreciate it. So enjoy, and uh, we hope you put it to good use. So, all right, that's going to do it for episode number 149. Guys, next week we're going to have a milestone episode. Milestone. 150. That's, uh, that's a lot of talking over time. So 150 is cool to hit, though, and uh, puts us on the path to 200. So that's pretty awesome. But this has been episode 149. Before we leave, though, I want to remind you, we'd love to have you join our community. A couple different ways to do that. Facebook, the Gaming Hub forums there, look it up and hit join and take part in the conversation there. Twitch, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. From either of those places, you can get a link to our Discord page where, honestly, we have the most community conversation going on at all times and a lot of good chatter going on there about games and lots of other silly and random stuff. Like last night, which was really weird but funny at the same time. Uh, but it's a good time, so check that out. And if you'd like to help support the community, we'd really appreciate that. A couple different ways to do it. Twitch, like I said, TXH Gaming Hub. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free Twitch Prime sub. If you choose to spend that on us, we'd really appreciate it. Helps support the show and helps do better giveaways and produce better content. Also, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaming hub. And for as little as $2 a month, you get exclusive content. For as little as $5 a month, you enter into a monthly giveaway for $60 in gift cards to the console of your choice. Alright guys, that's going to do it for 149. We'll be back next week with 150. Until then, have a great week everybody. Stay safe, play some great games, and we will talk to you soon. Take care Bye -bye. everyone.